Welcome to Pauli Malinaji from Brooklyn to the world. Proudly representing his hometown of Brooklyn, New York. Pauli Malinaji takes you inside the ring and beyond. I'm definitely far from shy. We're going to be ranting about a lot of stuff. Not just about boxing, I'm putting it on life in general, many sports topics and politics. Pauli doesn't hold back. The two time world champion, Pauli the Ready, Paulie Malinaji, Peter Cards. How we start in Brooklyn to the world? We're here. Seth, are we recording right now? Yeah, yeah, we're on. We're we got on. Nick Lupo. We got Seth Nyman. Whoa. The team grows. No Bruno. What's going on? <laughs> well, I'm here too. I said Paulie Malinaji, Peter Cards, Brooklyn oh. to the world. That, that's that's usually how we start. Cause oh, I, I don't yeah. know. Maybe you were sleeping. Wait, you're here. <laughs> I am here. I am here. Wow. I'm in the studio. Like. Coming to you live from the studio today. Well, I'm live. I mean, by the time you guys get this, it won't be live. But you know what I'm talking about. You Remember back in the day, Austin Powers? Hey, there you are. And the guy goes, do I know you? No, but you're there. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great movie. That was on the other day, by the way. I was, I was watching it not too long ago. Makes you realize how funny comedy used to be. Modern comedy ain't got shit on old comedy. Because modern comedy, you can't offend anyone. You can't say anything. The kids today, they don't even know how much comedy sucks. Like, back in the day, comedy was the shit. When you could just offend anyone and just say anything about anyone. No holds barred. No holds barred. It was great. Because, honestly, only a sensitive geek would get would get offended by that kind of stuff. Like, it was funny. Even if they were making fun of your own kind, your own people, you still didn't give a shit. It was funny as hell. Absolutely. I remember Eddie Murphy making fun of Italians coming out of Rocky, uh, right? Are you kidding me? I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was great. Like, where's people's sense of fucking humor nowadays? Look here, little Italian man. I enjoy Sylvester Stallone movies, too. <laughs> Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. After a short pause from Seth Nyman, we're, we're back <laughs> to our local bro- our, our uh, regularly broadcasted schedule, and then we're back. So, yeah, so, Pete, what were you saying about the little Italian I man? enjoy Sylvester Stallone's <laughs> films, too. And then he goes, oh, he goes, see this guy? I'm 5'2". He shakes five. I'll, I'll knock him out. <laughs> oh, you must have just seen Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the problem with Italians back in the day, we used to use bats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. The problem was, even if we were 5'2", we were using bats. <laughs> you could really do that shit. And chains. Yeah. The chains. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Right in the IROC. In the IROC, see, yep. You pull the bat out of your trunk mm-hmm. when you get into a little, little street scuffle. Remember Hell the bats yeah. that come out of the trunk? Yeah. Yo, you know what's on the news, speaking of which? What? In Austin, Texas. Austin R- Road oh. Rage I was there Not too long ago For a Formula Yo, 1 Yo you movie. seen that you video Bro they were fucking Fighting each other <laughs> What <laughs> Traffic One dude got out That's how it used to be What Yeah <laughs> That's how things were always Homie got out he In Austin though I didn't, would back, never realize The back car The back got, the, the back of the car No the, the, the person That was behind <laughs> Oh okay oh, you Got out with a bat Uh huh yeah. Right And Money in the front Had like a pickup mm-hmm. Got out and so the guy had a bat was like, oh, well, hey, hold on a second. <laughs> he went in his truck, pulled out like a like a stick, but it yeah. wasn't really that dangerous of a stick. Yeah, it was like long and floppy, no Yusuf. But so the dude, <laughs> the dude charged at that the dude with the bat with the stick. Oh, and so he like, went at him. He, yeah, figured yeah, yeah. The, he figured if I'm the aggressor, he gotta be inside. The guy's on the back foot. <laughs> so even if he's on the back, he did a boxing style. A big punch yeah, and he gotta yeah, be yeah, on the yeah, inside. yeah. He put him on the back foot. So even if Yo, he's got the bat, he's not gonna get leverage on it. Started swinging. They both started swinging the bat and the stick, and it was fucking crazy, bro. It was crazy. And then the the when the video. Did anybody get hit? 
a little bit. But when the video ended, the guy with the bat had the stick in his hand yeah, also. Yeah. And then it ended, and they and were, like, going back to their cars. Happened. It was like, yeah. all right, this is getting out it's of hand. Me. Yeah, it was a stalemate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to be honest with you. I don't know how you guys would react. If I get out of the car and the guy's got a bigger bat than me, no, no uh, Bruno, I'm probably going to just run him over. I don't. Absolutely. I, yeah. I I, if a guy gets out of the car and he's got a bat and I don't have a bat, or if I he's got a bat and I maybe got like a mini bat, or right. if we're going to use those kind of weapons and anything goes, like if we're just going to go at it, then we're going to go at it. But if, if you're going to bring weapons into it and my weapon doesn't match up to yours, I don't even think t twice about it. I think I'm going to just run you over. Absolutely. No joke. Like I, I, I think you're just getting run over by me. Well, you, you know? remember you remember what uh, Robert De Niro's voiceover said in Casino. What did he say? If you went at Nicky with a bat, he came with a knife. If you beat him with a knife, he came with a gun. Mm -hmm. So if he's got a bat, yeah. you got a car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And even if I, that means I got to rerun your part of your car to get to you to run oh, you over. Oh, yeah, that's a fact. It doesn't matter. At that point. I told my girl that. At she that point, like, I'm actually going to run you over and run back over you just because now you fucked up my car too, having to get to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you run him over a few times at that point. Yeah. Uh, one time my girl was this two big Spanish guys who we were just in traffic I it was she gets nervous over stupidity but they happened to look directly at me mm -hmm. and I looked at them mm -hmm. and then they just you know looked away but mm -hmm. she was like those guys look scary and I was like alright she's like what would happen if you had to fight those two guys like she goes I would be so scared I said shit I would be scared too two guys against one and they're yeah. both bigger than me I said babe in that instance you just Put the car in drive and you run them, them over. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, "Are you crazy?" I said, "You run right." How? Why them. is that crazy? No, it's crazy it's to get out and fight two guys when you're one guy. You know, no, that's no, not, no, to I me, said, that's crazy. No, I said if I was fighting them, for her to run them over, like you know what I mean? Like if yeah. I, you know what I mean? God forbid, I'm fighting them and maybe I'm losing. Just, what if she accidentally runs you over in the hey, process? Hey, listen, uh, that's part of the gamble. At least run one of them over, then I got I can fight one-on-one, -on -one, you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, that'll be a good idea. Yeah. We should do a separate podcast. It's like a advice podcast. Advice on, yeah, like, street road rage. Run people over. You guys give oh, great uh, advice. No, no, it's not yeah. about advice. It's about, you know, in those situations, like, it's either you or the other person, kind right. of, you know? I don't know. I understand. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Nowadays, the person reacting second gets punished. You know what I mean? Like, like... Like, for example, I, I was flipping through channels yesterday on my flight home, and there was, uh, you know, Jeff Blue has the, the, the TVs, and there was one of these daytime shows, not The View, like one of these other daytime shows, and, um, you know, it was like a, a panel of women, and one of her women was talking about how her four-year-old daughter gets bullied, and she was like, I really want to believe it until I witnessed it myself, like, that this child was bullying my daughter, you know, and then I kind of, you know took the other girl and you know said it calm because you know you, you can't really reprimand somebody else's four-year-old and whatnot but I, I i didn't know how to react it was like i was like kind of confused and then one of the this big uh this big fat black girl on the show you know she was like diesel you know but she was like trying to be helpful you know mm -hmm. like she was like oh no miss she goes if that's happening to me i'm gonna go right to her mother and say exactly. you either fix your daughter or you're, i'm fixing you right here's the problem because i totally agree with her right. i totally agree with her right. but here's the problem if you go fix the mother physically fix the mother and beat her up, you're the one who gets in trouble. What are you going to tell the cops? Because everybody's a rat nowadays. Yeah. So so when she calls the cops for you fixing her up, what are you going to say? She, her daughter was bullying my daughter and I couldn't, and she wouldn't stop, so I just beat her up? The cops are still arresting you. Absolutely. And then you're not. Nobody's getting arrested out of the four-year-olds. Here's the problem. This fucking day and age, society is made to benefit rats. Literally, yeah, legit is. benefit rats. Like, you can't even protect yourself 
Because otherwise, because the person you're protecting yourself against can be arrested. I got arrested like this in 2003. I, I got into a fight, fist fight with an undercover cop. He started the fight with me. I beat him up. And then I got arrested for assaulting an undercover cop. Then all of a sudden and my story it. didn't hold up because yeah. he said I attacked him. Right. In the meantime, I was defending myself. What the fuck am I going to fight an undercover cop for? Right. Literally, I didn't even know he was a cop because he never showed me a badge. Yeah, besides starting clothes, a fight. Right. Besides, again, that's all one. Sometime, someday I'll get into that whole story. But regardless... It's made for rats. The fucking society made. How the fuck is somebody going to defend themselves and then be, be the person to get in trouble? It's, it's too much technology. These fucking radio days, fucking iPhone uh, recording days. Uh, all kinds of shit. All kinds of shit. I, I'm getting aggravated just talking about right. the subject. No, 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 we went from free range <laughs> to, to this kind of shit. I gotta tell you, the last podcast you was much better that, than I did with the, with the girls when talking about vibrators. We'll bring them on as a guest and we'll, we'll, we'll merge like the street rage with the vibrators I together. Like it. You know, like, and we'll, that, could yeah, be well, some, listen, that could be some kinky think shit. Think about it. Go ahead. You get into a fight with somebody and you break out like a big, solid dildo. dildo you fuck somebody <laughs> up, right? I mean, the one guy might run away from that dildo. You might be chasing him with a dildo. And somebody who records it, somebody records that scene, people get the wrong impression. Yeah. yeah. People <laughs> might be thinking like you're trying to shove that thing somewhere and maybe the guy didn't like what you were thinking of shoveling it. And he, that's People are going to start you know, captioning in that kind of video. Think about it. Think about the captions you'll get for that kind of video. <laughs> Even if all you meant to do was just beat him with it. That right. shit will be all over social media. That's all was, over. That shit goes Assault with a, with a fake cock. Imagine. It goes. Is, is, it that goes like a, is that like a, considered a sexual assault? Is that uh, considered a sexual if assault? If you if you beat, if, if you attack somebody, if you stick it in somewhere, big dildo. If you stick it in somewhere, it goes viral and anal at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow. But yo, going back to that, go ahead. My sister had to deal with that. Deal with, what? Uh, with, not with dildo. I don't know what she does on her own time. That's her business. But <laughs> yo, my <laughs> nephew, yeah. my sister, she's a, a prostitute. Luckily, no, she uh, doesn't. You sure? But, you just um, said you don't know what she does on her own time. My nephew, little Paulie, was had was getting into stuff and in, in, mm -hmm. in the daycare. And mm -hmm. then uh, when he went to kindergarten, he got bit by a kid, mm -hmm. and he didn't say anything. And my my sister was like, "Come hey, on, Paulie's a quiet kid." Yeah, and he's very timid, and he he's easily bullied. And we had the discussion with him. We we're like, "Listen, it's not nice to go and hit people, but if you're getting hit." Or you bit. you better hit back. So like, but he still doesn't like to do it. He doesn't like confrontation. So my sister happens to say to him, "All right, it's time for a bath, and then you got to go to bed." So he's taking his shirt off, and my sister was like, <laughs> "She fucking her blood started boiling." She was like, "What is that?" And he just said, "Whatever the kid's name bit me." Yo, my sister. Went to the school, grabbed the principal, told her, get this kid's parent here right now. Literally, right fucking now. The lady went down there. My sister said, you handle your son or I will fuck you up. 
every day that I see you. <laughs> Yo, the lady. That's, that's the old school way to handle. Shit. That's the old school. Pete says that's old school Brooklyn. We came up that's in Brooklyn when Brooklyn it was Brooklyn. Shit. My sister. That's how things used to get my handled. My sister was shaking because she didn't know what to do, and the principal was like scared, but knew my sister was because right. No, so no, like, your sister lives now in Pennsylvania now in the suburbs. Pennsylvania, so they're not used right. to seeing. They're not used to the old school Brooklyn right. mentality at all. New school Brooklyn isn't even used to the old new school old right, school Brooklyn right, mentality, right. let alone the suburbs. But go ahead. And the lady was like. I, I swear to God, my son has never acted like this before. And she was like, well, he did it now. Handle it. And the lady was like, I promise this will never happen again. I think they became friends, whatever. But, you know, as a parent, that's, that's the That's a nice way to handle it. So, no, the lady could have been, been really cunty and been like, oh, my son didn't do that. Your right, son's right, making it course, up, you know? Course, like, no. you know? She got scared, too. was like, whoa. Of course. So, I mean, nobody's going to come at you like that. And that is part of the country. You know what I mean? My son, bit, gonna, my son bit me. Yeah. He's two years old. Hell no, yeah. but he bit my neck and he <laughs> broke the skin. I'm, I'm carrying like the change or something. All of a sudden, I was like, "Ow!" He bit me, and I, I had a conversation with him. I said, "Don't bite anybody." And he's yeah, like, oh, yes, no. Yeah. My little brother Please. Bert, who's now 33 years old and has kids <laughs> of his own, when he was little, is the worst kid I've ever seen in my life. I don't. I have not seen kids as bad as him. He was biting, punching, kicking, scratching. He'd he'd go up to kids that he didn't even know, start beating on them. <laughs> Bite them Like it was like You know when you walk your dog You know when you walk your dog And somebody else is walking their dog And you realize like Let me put my dog on the other side Of the of the, of, of my arm So that he can't get to the other dog Because he, you know, dogs might fight My brother was like that If you We would be walking on 86th Street He in was Bensoners. the little dog Yeah my, We'd be walking on 86th Street With my mom And Bensoners You know anybody familiar With Bensoners Brooklyn Knows 86th Street uh, If you're not familiar With 86th Street Think opening scene of uh, Saturday Night Fever the movie with John Travolta right. that's 86th Street so we'd be walking on 86th Street at night uh, not at night during the day uh, times uh, when we walked to my grandma's house on Saturday afternoons and my mom would have us both holding hands you know we'd be kids Literally, if there was a kid on Bert's side, she'd have to switch sides. Because <laughs> Bert would reach out for kids, scratch them, go at them. I don't even know what he's thinking half the, because he was three, four years old. So you like, you couldn't even have a normal conversation with him about like, dude, what's wrong with Why you? Why are you doing that to a kid? What, what, what? <laughs> you, don't even never, you never spoke a word to that kid in your life. Like, wh why the urge to beat him up or, or scratch him or bite him or whatever? Then he used to bite adults. Like one time this lady was watching him. Bert was in the high chair and my mom was complaining about I cannot I cannot control this kid and she's like oh let me watch him for a little bit I'll take care of him you know and she's hang, yeah, hang, hanging out with him and Bert suddenly being nice and Bert would, my brother Bert he would like plan his attacks like he was nice <laughs> he, she got a little close tried to hug him he bit her right on her tit <laughs> right on her tit hard he wanted hard. milk no he was a four years old he wanted milk he just planned it he was like yeah this lady really thinks she's gonna control me like he was like calm and she got let him get she got close and then boom he fucking struck her and then she was pissed and my mom was like I told you the kid is you can't try to take him this way you gotta you gotta beat it into him Bert used to get, needless to say Bert used to catch a lot of beatings when did he when did he get a beat out of him um honestly uh, I don't think he ever got beat out of ago. him but he finally <laughs> you know what Bert just matured he got married yeah. and he had kids of his own I think you know when I noticed the difference in my brother when he had kids yeah yeah those kids, Peter was, too Peter his kid, those kids biting or no? he was no, no his, his kids, kids are, are really calm his daughter's a little bit psycho but she's a girl ver <laughs> the girl version is always calmer you know what I mean no one's anywhere near her he mm. was still wild and hot tempered until he had his kids like he he wouldn't get into trouble but um he was just like if something went off, he like would lose it. But he's a, like now he's totally different. Yeah, and I, mind you, he's a he's a, a brown belt in jujitsu. 
he knows how to box. It's just not a guy that you want to he, snap. And he sounds like a there's a wrestler Haku. You guys probably remember. I'm him. Haku. Yeah, King Haku. He's known as the toughest guy. Like for real, yeah. And they said like he he got in fights. He like bite some guy's nose off. Like he was just an okay. animal. Like yeah. He was, he was just the did he have bodies, kids? Did he have kids and like calm down or no? Even in, yeah, no. Yeah. They said he's the nicest guy, but you don't want to get in a fight with him. Yeah. Right. He'll yeah. just rip your face off. Yeah, my yeah. brother now. Uh, honestly, I, I don't even remember the last time I saw him like with the threat of losing his mind. You know, no, what I mean? no, it's been, it's, it's been a while. Totally different. Yeah. You know? But yeah, I mean, some kids are like that, you know. And I, I, I honestly, I can't even. Take it out on my mom for throwing him so many beatings. Like you know, people say, "Oh, yeah, I used to catch beatings," and we didn't have a father around. You know what I mean? Like there was my father had left already, bro. So it's like you had you, to. You there was no other way to control this. Bro, he used to attack me, knowing he was gonna lose. Like, he, <laughs> I, my brother used to sneak attack me. You know? Like he, I was the big brother. So I was physically stronger than him at the time. You know, and so not even anymore. I think my brother <laughs> fucked me up now. But honestly, like at the time, like he used to attack me. You know, like. I'm the kind of person I was always the kind of person where I would fight you if I had to like as a kid I wasn't the kind of person that looked for fights but I was always a smaller kid so I got into my share of fights because I was a smaller kid but I would fight you if I had to not because I wanted to you know what I mean like I wasn't always that wasn't ever my mentality people think like oh you started boxing so you had that in you I got into a lot of fights because I was always a small person and I ended up needing, needing to defend myself yeah, you know small guys, 11 in, yeah. in high school yeah so <laughs> it was it's so you know 11. you know uh, I, so like I my brother it even from when he was little, a lot of times I'd like be hanging around and a, and a toy would bash me right on the side of my head. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like the same way he'd sneak attack random kids, he would sneak attack me. Like, I'd be Joey, totally normal. Pick up that and the action Joey. and the truck, the Tonka trunk we'd have would bash me right on the side of the head, you know? And I'd flip out and th beat the shit out of him, you know? But like, you know, it, we'd be totally fist fighting out of out of nothing. You know, he, he just did he just enjoy the fight? He was doing it on purpose to. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. To this day, I mean, I don't know what his. You gotta probably we gotta probably have him on as a guest and, and yeah. ask him. Ask him. <laughs> I don't know what his what mentality the fuck was. was wrong yeah. With yeah, it was obviously like and nowadays they would probably say he's autistic or they probably <laughs> right like as everybody has a disease nowadays. I don't know. Not not to say that you know the, no, these diseases nowadays don't exist. Be in a fucking I don't want, padded room. Yeah, but nowadays <laughs> like you know, yeah nowadays they they'd say like they they diagnose him with like 40 diseases yeah. put him on all kinds of medication you know <laughs> but back in the vegetable. day back in the day you would just get that beaten out of you that's yeah. it you know or you just grow out of it you know you I mean just get your ass kicked yeah you know I mean you got to share fights that's for sure hey talk loud talk loud I'm talking loud <laughs> <laughs> Am I talking too loud? Is that what it is? A little bit. Are little we? Bit. Are, are we? Uh, I'm excited today. You know, I gotta be honest with you. It's great I, to see. Where's the Nutella? You guys didn't bring any calzone? Hey, no, nah, the calzone truck was closed. closed. They were closing. The we just missed them too. The lady came out. Text, the lady you know? came out of the out of, out of the Nutella truck and like physically like graced, graced us with her presence. Like you know, usually they stay in that, that truck and like nah. But with such good customers, she legitimately came out and wanted to apologize. Like gave us a hug yeah, and like did. said like you just missed it. We're closing down. You know. I'll take care of you guys you know you can say hey we're coming can you grab us some calzones i'll grab you yeah some yeah maybe maybe next time we'll uh, we'll go that, that route, would be you know? nice yeah because huh? you get i know you think jews are cheap and don't want to do anything for <laughs> people but you know you said yeah. it pal go ahead i can't hear it uh, am i good are we, we're having some technical difficulties yeah. here on the 44th floor again better. you know that's the thing with this fucking better floor. i'm always complaining about this office we got something the tv's not even working <laughs> uh, the, my microphone is too loud we got a tech guy in doing our while we're doing our show we got a tech guy over here Watch fixing out. shit our pets heads are falling <laughs> off i mean i don't even know what to do next and then we go now we got a tv on that's just on. asking you shall receive we got a tv on here boom we got uh, Mark Hell saves the day. I mean, apparently <laughs> apparently we are, our tech guy fixed us our 
problem and my microphone is uh, good. Hopefully the microphone's been good thus far. We've no, been, it, we've it having, works. It's just a little hot. We've been having some good hot. conversation. It's all good. Speaking we got of like a whoa, rough whoa. day. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-oh. Forget about the studio. You, you've been You've been going. Yeah. You've been having Probably a rough had a rough day so far. Uh-oh. Yeah, what? I have been having a... Yeah, forget about the studio's right. I mean, I come back into the winter weather. I've been, you know, I've been away doing like nice things. You know, I've been in warm weather, you know, and so I've come back from the nice warm weather. Why don't you tell us about it, jerk off? Yes, I come back from the nice warm weather and I'm and I'm and I'm here and I and I get back late yesterday and it's not too bad you know I was expecting like 20 degrees after the way the snowstorm apparently I missed on over the weekend but you know I uh, I get it's like a 45 degree day not bad today's like 45 degrees Fahrenheit for all of you uh, Brits out there that it's about uh, that's about eight degrees. Uh, uh, Celsius centigrade oh, for the I'll, for us Brits, you know. I'll, I'll Google it for you. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever it is, I get back today. I got a lot of shit to do because I haven't been in town. So I got to take my car out, the car that doesn't drive in the snow, and the car that I said I was gonna replace before this winter started. Right, Pete? How many times have I been saying? I told Unfortunately, you. decided to do other things with some of my money, and uh, we don't have uh, the funds to replace the car outright like that. You know, I mean, I could probably go get like a like a four by four Jeep or Wrangler, but I'm. A, I, I'm spoiled. I want like the Benz and the BMW. So if I'm not going to get a Benz or BMW and things like that, I'm not going to get rid of my Benz. Wrong fucking answer. Man, today I was regretting <laughs> it. So today I get out there trying to fuck. Starting from the very beginning, when you pull the car out of the garage, right onto the snow, you got to go over like the snow bank on your uh, driveway. So right off the bat, I'm a little bit stuck there. Finally make it through, you know? And I got, from there on, the day goes along to finally, right before we came here, I'm trying to find street parking, and this is the problem when you when you have a car and you have your own garage, and it's winter time, and then you go from point A to B, and point B doesn't have a driveway or garage for you, so now you gotta park in the street. So finding parking, I had to run to the bank, finding parking took me forever, because you can't just park in a spot where there's snow, because if you park in a spot where there's snow, your car's staying there. You're not gonna get back out, you know? So it takes me extra long to find hit. a spot, yeah, or you get hit too. Finally, and I managed to navigate my way through the day, although it took a lot more delays. I went to see my accountant, Fucking, which that's always fun knowing <laughs> how much you're gonna get, how much the government's gonna smack smack you for. That's my cousin, the, right? The legalized extortion, yeah. How much was he scratching have. his balls? Yeah, he was. He was <laughs> scratching the shit out of him. Yeah, the accountant was. Let me give him some, uh, bring him some account. powder or something. Yeah. I feel like he's had crabs for thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> but that's another story. We'll get into my accountant scratching his balls. He shakes your hand, right? Hey, yeah. how you doing? Nice to see you. My accountant is, shit is addicted to scratching his balls. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he, has, he has eczema on his jeans. And <laughs> <laughs> Pete knows him because Pete's used them too. So, my whole life. So I uh, finally I get back to the house uh, to uh, Pete's house in Brooklyn, and I say, you know what? I don't want to park in the driveway because there's like a mound of snow. And if I get over it, then I got to get back over it when I take the car back out. And God forbid, like, I hit the side the wrong way and my car gets stuck. But here's the problem with my car. It's an A350 Mercedes. And it's a great everyday car. Rear wheel drive. If, if, the, if the winter snow isn't around. But it's rear wheel drive. And I don't know what this is called. It's some kind of mechanical name. But only one of the fucking wheels turns. So that's the problem. Rear wheel drive with only one wheel that turns. Oh, uh, hello. It's a one wheel drive. What the fuck is that? No. My cousin. What is that called? My cousin Vinny. What is it? Rear pause attraction. No. That, but that's one, both. Oh, when, one, one when wheel. One's, one's spinning, the other wheel does nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and anybody been stuck in the mud in Alabama knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, if you've been stuck in fucking Brooklyn in the snow, you know what I'm talking about, too. Because here's the problem with the one wheel, rear wheel pause attraction. You got to make sure that particular wheel isn't the, somewhat the side stuck in the snow. So you figure like, okay, I got rear wheel drive. It's not really good in the snow. Let me make sure... 
my back wheels aren't over any snow. My front wheels, even if they're over snow, they're not the ones pushing, right? Because it's not the front wheels. The problem with the rear wheel part of the traction that I have is one wheel. So I got to make sure not only is my rear wheels not over the snow, I got to... I can't even say like, okay, one side is on the snow and the other side, as long as one side is good, we're good. No, because if the one side that turns is all stuck in snow, like I ended up getting stuck in right before I got here, it didn't matter. <laughs> My one wheel that wasn't on that wasn't on the snow, it, if it would turn, that would have got out of the out of the spot. I didn't want to park in the garage, so I go find street parking by your house, Pete. I go back in, and halfway in the street, I'm stuck. Oh boy. So I'm now halfway in the street, halfway <laughs> out of the street. Bad. The the one wheel that turns is the side that's stuck on the snow. The wheel that doesn't turn. If it would have been turning, I would have been in now, no problem. So now I got a, the nose of my car stuck in the street, trying to re, trying to parallel park. I can't go in, I can't go out. I'm fucking stuck, and I'm cursing up a storm. Why? Why don't they say I'm cursing up a storm? Well, you're stuck. You're gonna curse up a storm. It's not just that, bro. I have a condo in Miami. I'm supposed to be living for the fucking winter months, and I was I was renovating it, and the contract is taking forever. <laughs> so I couldn't stay in Miami. I had to come back to this miserable snow, wait, this wait. miserable weather. Paulie, let me they get my violin. They, 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 they take the snow. No, I'm fucking talking here. They take the snow. Oh, I'm talking over here. They take the snow. They don't get rid of it. They just push it to the sides of the road. So now when everybody has to parallel park, you can't parallel park. You got to shovel your own car out, you know? So... I'm trying to park in a parallel parking spot where it's partially shoveled, partially not shoveled. Maybe a front-wheel drive car could get in and out of that spot, but obviously my car couldn't. So I can sit there getting stuck. Here's my problem with this fucking city that takes you every, for all your money every chance they get. But from $16 fucking toll bridges to $100 fucking $60 tickets for parking when you don't have any fucking spots anyway, to whatever other extortion they fucking come up with in their miserable lives. Here's my problem. I went to Quebec City for the winter a lot of times because I've worked there. You know what those trucks do when they shovel the snow? They have like a vacuum. They pick up the snow Boom. and it vacuums the tube into the back of the truck. They take all the, they fill all the trucks and then they take them somewhere and dump them to like they, the city dump or something. They dump them. That way, you're taking the snow off the fucking road. You're taking the snow right. off the side of the road, right. off the center of the road. People can park. You're taking the snow off everything. How, Quebec City makes nowhere near the amount of money New York City makes. So how the, how the fuck yes. is a miserable city run by these miserable pricks like New York City, you can't get the snow removal right? How can't you get the snow removal right? How is that possible? Can somebody explain this shit to me? And then I get stuck, and I'm cursing up a storm, because I don't want to <laughs> be here, I want to be in fucking Miami. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. See, that's that's great. But you know what's you know what's crazy? You're um you would you could have never made those tire marks in my cousin Vinny. Because uh, yeah, I would have been innocent right away, right? Yeah, you're innocent, absolutely. Mm -hmm. They could have never stuff. been confused <laughs> with, with, a, with, with a what? With a Corvette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those tire marks were made <laughs> by a 1963 Pontiac Tempest. I'm gonna print out the whole. You do that pretty good, bro. Thank you. We should print out, really we should good. Print out the whole like screenplay. And well, we no, should, we should you, do some scenes here. You know what the best is? But you're talking about the city, right? Well, what Quebec does is they pile it up in the truck, right? Mm -hmm. They bring it somewhere, and then they have uh, a heating thing that melts it, and they melt it into the sewer system. Okay. They do that in downtown Manhattan as well. They don't do that anywhere else. But the best part is this fucking dumb mayor 
Mayor definitely Di- a, a fucking oh, he's a moron. moron. He's like a big doof. Don't hold back. Tell, tell us how you really Wait, feel about no, it. No, he says, if you get caught shoveling out your vehicle and throwing it back into the street, you can get a ticket or a fine. Fuck that. Are you going to put Where it? do you want to put it? In my ass? Where do you want me to put it in my mouth, the snow? Where, you, where, where are you supposed to put it? Would that be a sexual assault if they did that? I, but where am I supposed to put the the mountains of snow? Because you know, anybody that knows in the city, if you park on the right side of the street, you get plowed by the, the sanitation. So that's 24 inches we got accumulated by the whole block, spread out from left side to the right. On top of my car. Sexy time. <laughs> Where am I supposed to put it? So every shovel of snow I get, am I supposed to walk it to the sidewalk? That's called a jerk-off. And this is what I mean about this fucking city run by jerk-offs. And the problem here is this, though. Run by jerk-offs, but who bolts these jerk-offs in? There's an overload More of jerk-offs coming into New York City. What happened to old school New York? The problem is there's an overload of jerk-offs moving to New York. Then they become New York voters, and they vote these fucking imbecile, fucking degenerate morons like this guy right here as mayors or presidents of whatever or this or that. I'm sick and tired of it, bro. They ruined the best city in the world. Fucking nuts. Time to move to Miami. Word. At least in the winter, for sure. And I'm, I'm, I'm so over it. I shouldn't even be here, bro. I shouldn't be here right now. We That's another thing. The fucking contract that took forever. And I'm not there every fucking day with my fucking arms folded watching over the work. So I gotta, I'm waiting on his time. I need this shit sped up already. I don't want to be here for this fucking bullshit. Don't you have a Miami, con- like a good buddy in Miami can watch that for you? Not like that. I mean, my, yeah. my friends even in Miami, they're busy. They got their own shit they're doing. They're going to stand over the, like, the contract and be like, oh, yeah, get it moving. A little pop in, you know, pop in. I did a surprise visit yeah. last week You Miami. pop in and the guy's changing a bulb You're like <laughs> That's what you did today? You know? Nah bro It, was, it gets worse bro I would pop in and there would be no workers And I would call them I was like what the fuck is going on over here? Uh, it was Martin Luther King Day So Martin Luther King Day Okay You know what holiday We're gonna we're gonna honor the Martin Luther King Day holiday A lot of places in New York Granted still make you work But you know what Federal holiday I'll Give you the benefit of the doubt Nobody works on Martin Luther King Day The next day it was one electrician. One electrician in the whole fucking apartment. One electrician looking over some wires, making a couple phone calls. I'm like, well, what the fuck is going on over here? The third day, I go over there. Nobody was in there. That's when I flipped. Nobody was there. It was like midday when I went there. You know what I mean? I, I was kind of sick, too, because I, I went to Miami thinking I was going to find tropical weather. I'm hanging out on Ocean Drive, going to the bars like the Clevelander and whatnot, and in my t-shirt and tank uh, tank top and shorts like like it's like I'm in Hawaii meantime it was 60 degrees so what do I do the next day I wake up sick as a fucking dog I gotta go so I'm miserable that I woke up sick think about how more, much more miserable I was when I go to my my condo and nobody's in there working fucking flipped out totally flipped out so those out. motherfuckers yeah what's your Pete take care of it Pete's got his own uh, responsibilities over here in New York. Can't be in Miami. What am I gonna? What am I gonna do? I don't know. I don't know nothing about it. I don't know. I don't know how to make a restaurant. All I know how to do is sit down and order a meal. (laughs) I shoveled fifty thousand pounds of snow. Yeah, no, it's insane. Yeah, my back's kill me. My girl was yelling at me. I'm like, she's like, we we get into an argument. She's like. You shovel the snow because she's like walk Tyson. I'm like Tyson's the the dog that's anything but like Mike Tyson, but they named him Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> like Tyson Chicken. That a boy. But um, my dog had to go out. Obviously, he loves the fucking snow. 
He not he he don't get cold. I'm sitting there fucking frigid. Now, I have boots on that are like up to my ankle. I step in a pile of snow that's up to my knee. So it gets all in my fucking sock. Yep. <laughs> that to me, I could in that moment of rage, I could kill like three people and not even think about it. I just black out. That blackout from getting snow on your side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That drives me insane. When you talk about a pet peeve. That's a pet peeve? That fucking drives me nuts. So I start going insane. We'll get, and you, some, like, we'll get you some galoshes for your birthday. And I'm like, Tyson, fucking take a shit already. You know? Like, the poor dog's like looking at me like, what do you mean, bro? I'm just fucking hanging out, you know? I'm like, go to the bathroom. So I go down and I'm like, Tyson, oh. who barely knows his own name. Now he's going to understand the word. <laughs> I drag him down the steps, which the steps you can hardly get up. Because they're full with snow. The, the squirrels outside are smarter than Tyson. <laughs> so I'm like, Alyssa. She's like, what? I'm like, you walk the dog. She's like, what? I'm like, you got fucking snow boots. Her <laughs> snow boots are up to her knees. She's like, are you fucking kidding me? I just cooked. I did this. I said, I got fucking boots on up to my ankles. She's like, the least you could do is shovel out the staircase. I'm like, good point. She does have a point. So I'm, like, wait, I'm, like, I'm like, but we got Mikey Shovels coming here with the fucking snowball. He's doing the whole property. She's like, but at least, since you're not doing that, you can at least do the staircase. I'm like, all right, she got a fucking point. Did you so do you the, did the staircase? staircase? I did the staircase. Oh, the downstairs wow. one. Impressed. I did the downstairs one. You're a nice one. guy. And then Mikey what, shovel. Mikey doesn't do the stairs? He did, but waiting for him, because you know him, he waits till everything is done. And then he comes and does it in the whole thing. Downstairs, we were like literally like trapped. I could imagine. Forget about it. It was insane. So like just to get up the stairs, it was like climbing. I felt like Rocky Fall, like you're climbing in the snow, like you, you know what I mean. So you, you, yell, you were yelling Drago when you're going yeah, upstairs. Yeah, I felt like yeah. I felt. Bro, my dog Drago! was like, my dog was looking at the stairs like, I'm like Tyson, go walk up the stairs. Usually he just runs, you know. And he was like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, come on, bro. Then when I shoveled him, he sees the stairs, so he just goes up. So I'm like, babe. Walk the fucking dog. You are a real man. High five. That was it, huh? Yeah, no, it was well, Did the dog get walked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he loves us. That was a great story. Remember when we took him in the blizzard uh, last year? Yeah, yeah. That was a great story. Thank you. Yeah. It's really moving, inspiring. Yep. Yeah. Very inspirational in the snow. <laughs> yeah, that's had, the problem with the snow is you, there's not much inspirational shit to do in the snow. Snow angels no with the kids. Play with the kids. It's fun. Oh, yeah. Bro, you don't even want to be out of your house, bro. No. I didn't leave the house Just on the Saturday. Just the thought of shoveling out your car when you yeah. know it's snowing outside. How about L sidewalk? I had to do it. I live on a corner. <sighs> yeah, we, we live, live on, on a corner, corner too. too bro. I shovel the sidewalk. Pete's house is right on the corner, bro. I try to snowblower? You can't do a snowblower when the snow's that high. No. It doesn't I work. Community drive. We have two parking spots. The garage, the corner property, the inside the gate, the pathway, two flights of stairs. I'm like, oh... Oh, like, we gotta call somebody. I can't do this by myself. There's, we couldn't even get anybody. I tried no, that too. No, I have Everyone, my guy, Mikey we, Shovels. I don't have a regular guy, so everybody was taken. They're gone. I can't, yeah. I'm not taking any more on. No, it's crazy. Crazy. People knocking on the door. You need shovels, sir? And I'm like, no, thanks. Mikey Shovels is on the way. Really? There was people coming for shovels? Yeah. Wow. 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 That's big, big business for kids and stuff. I did it when I was a kid. Yeah, I think we all did too. Nikki, Nikki had to shovel his property. His had to shovel by my fucking him. self. My father would watch me from the window to make sure I got everything. He was the foreman. Get out of here. He was the foreman of the fucking job. <laughs> had to shovel both cars, the fucking driveway. Carmine the front. said, "Really? These are your yeah. shoveling days." <laughs> Fuck, man. Yo, I think you're young, dude. You're young. Like, um, 
uh, a rite of passage for guys in Brooklyn to oh. just do a little bit of shoveling for money. I know? had to. Um, oh, I had to. I had to start shoveling when I was thirteen when my father left the house because mm-hmm. I couldn't let my mother do it. So no, that's that's. I've been too shoveling. Much. I've been shoveling a long time. But um, yo, I I can't believe you knew. I, I didn't know so many people die from shoveling. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've heard that in the past too. People get heart How? attacks. And they shit. don't work out or anything. They, they don't do it anymore. All of a sudden, they, they fucking pass out while they're shoveling. Yeah. They're just fucking guy goes to throw it in the street and he fucking goes with the shovel and he fucking ends <laughs> up fucking. Sure. Yeah, and you go out on the shovel and it's your last shovel. Well, yeah, that's it. Like Seth said, you get dead. You get dead. That wasn't me. That was Paulie. I said you get dead. You get dead. Yeah. When did that's I say you get you dead? Said it. I said it. Yeah. I thought you said I was all right. You are all right, all right. Spider. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said I was all right. All what? Right. <laughs> Where's that one? I mean, come on. Fuck to you. Oh, I don't have that one. You don't have that one. All these Joe Pesci things, you don't have the, you thought you said I was all right, I, Spider. I, I'm, I'm limited here. You got to find that one. You shit-kicking, stinky horse motherfucker, motherfucker, you. <laughs> so, what else we got? Let's talk about Saturday's fights. Garcia oh, versus Guerrero. What would you guys great. think? That was great. I actually missed it. What? Yeah, yeah, I missed it. What are you gonna do? It was in Mexico. Yeah, DVR or something. Yeah. I DVR it for him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. I'm happy for Danny Garcia's victory. Yeah. You know, they came to fight. Yeah, oh yeah. I heard it was a good oh, little yeah. scuffle. I heard uh, Sammy Vasquez looked good too. Yeah, he, he did. He looked great. Bro. I love Sammy Vasquez. Yeah, I'm a fan. He's good. I'm well, a legit I, when fan. have I seen him fight? Fox Sports. Fox Sports one. I worked a couple. And of, he I worked did a fight of his. Card. He fought Wally Omotoso on CBS. I worked that yeah. fight too. Oh, that too. He was an undercard for somebody. And that was up the Bartholomew DeMarco card. Yes, yeah. At CBS. Mm-hmm. It was the a day, daytime the day after Broner versus uh, Porter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was uh, the CBS card that Sammy Vasquez beat Wally Omotoso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I saw him again on a Fox Sports uh, Fox Sports he's show. Really, I like complete. Yeah, and he's a good guy, very marketable, well spoken, former U.S. Uh, uh, Army or Marine. Army, yeah, something like that. Uh, he has a good story too. Oh, good story. sad. Yeah, Seth, did you hear about that? No. South Port to boot. He's he's in. He served like two tours. I heard that. I he know suffers what like post-traumatic oh, PTSD. Was it P- uh, PD? PTSD. He's a really, disorder. really mature guy. Like not, when he, you talk, like, when he talks about anything like that, he doesn't even come off as a victim. You know, like some people love to play the victim role. Right, That's right. what I love about Sammy. Like we're gonna feel bad for you anyway because you represented this the country uh, and and risked your life and and did all this and yet despite all that you still have a boxing career that's uh, very very much blossoming so we're gonna feel for you and root for you just on that and and I love how he can discuss it nonchalantly and doesn't expect you to feel bad for him or or play the victim role too many fucking Americans honestly are fucking pussies these days and and play the the victim role too much and uh, the one they feel bad for me story they diagnose themselves with fucking diseases every day I shut the fuck up this is a guy who's legitimately a man legitimately went through real shit two tours Yet, yet yet still has a professional boxing career where he's risking himself against the top fighters in the world I mean Aaron Martinez just beat Devin Alexander my next world champion. Yes. Yeah. Aaron Martinez probably should deserve the decision against Robert Guerrero, the yep. guy in Saturday's main event. Yep. Sammy, from all intents, for all intents and purposes, what I heard, dominated every second of the fight. There, there was no. What did you think, Pete? It was like a. It was a sparring session, like even worse. I mean, that, that division stacked. Well, how do you think he measures up to some of the top guys in the division? Honestly, I love. Because uh, you know what it is about guys like Brooke and Thurman, where I say you know they're the future. They they're basically the current right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like. You know, there is no future. The future for me is guys like Sammy and Earl Spence. And Earl Sammy's Spence, right. a little bit uh, older because of the tours he did in, in, uh, in, the, 29. in the military and whatnot. But he's a guy who's coming up right behind 
uh, guys like Thurman and Kel Brook and whatnot, who right. I think are the top dogs in the welterweight division, in my opinion. Um, I think Thurman and Brook beat basically every welterweight in the world right now. I think so, you know. Um, but that doesn't mean the welterweight division doesn't have a, their share of good fighters, too. It's stacked. It's Having said that, fights. I think on the rise, like like legitimately guys to watch who could be the next Brook Thurman type fighters are, for me, Spence and Sammy Vasquez. And uh, coincidentally, they're rivals. I mean, Sammy d- spoke in depth about the rivalry with Spence in some of the fighter meetings I've had with him, where, you know, Spence beat him in the Olympic trials, and uh, I think it was one or two national tournaments where, you know, it was basically down to them two or whatnot, you know? So, so Spence is um, a very good fighter, but Sammy is a guy that obviously wants to clear this hurdle and wants a, another chance to avenge uh, trying to clear this hurdle. And I think in the one day in the pros, they, they can make for a very, very big matchup. Two really good guys, two really mature guys, the kind of guys that kill all the negative boxing stereotypes. These are guys who you speak to them are well-spoken, solid, mature men. Mm-hmm. Not kids. Not immature fucking morons. Not attention-seeking fucking idiots. Legitimate men. You speak to them, come off very mature, go about their, their work in a very workmanlike, mature way. And skills... To boot both southpaws to boot. Yeah. Right, so that's as fast as southpaws to boot. Farrell's obviously a southpaw to boot as well. Top line skills, top of the line skills. Uh, World class level fighters. Um, you know the the whole thing about it is to sit back and enjoy these guys, man, blossoming because the welterweight division keeps blossoming and uh, there's always new talent right out right coming up. And I think these guys are like that next level of guys where they're gonna be fun to watch for a little while. They well, said that um, they said that he suffers from post traumatic stress syndrome. And uh, we said that already. No, but I didn't get a chance to oh. talk about it. Yeah, he like he locks his doors and he goes and double checks them and triple checks yeah. them in his house yeah. before he goes. His to windows bed, too. His windows, and that you know he sees therapists about it. Yeah, and he met his wife after he was suffering from that, so she kind of like inherited this guy, yeah. you know. Yeah. But they they talk about how how great their relationship is because she's like you know his backbone. Yeah. yeah, but um. And you talk about how mature he is. He's so mature in the ring too. He's so calm, and he to me he seems so complete. Mm-hmm. And I know discipline, <coughs> very. He's so um, so good with his range. Mm-hmm. He knows when he's in range. He knows when he's out. He knows when to drop his hands. He knows when to when to be yep. alert. He just he just looked like a full package to me. And uh, obviously, Martinez quit with an injury. Mm-hmm. They said it was an elbow injury. Yeah, an, said, an elbow injury, like I said to which, you. Which, you know what? I got to say, I, I, at first I thought you said his hand, and I, and I was wondering, did he land anything to, no. to hurt his hand? But an elbow against a southpaw, I got to be honest with you. I've had some problems mm-hmm. with my elbow. I remember I had problems in the judo training camp and the Zab mm-hmm. judo fight with my left elbow because <clears throat> you're jockeying for so much position with your lead hand that you sometimes fuck your elbow up. You know, a lot of, a lot of jockeying and wrestling. Yeah, and stuff. You know, because yeah. you're, you're not, as a right-hander, you're not used to that. You know, uh, uh, having the jockey with so much position against your opponent. But as a southpaw, maybe your elbows are a little bit more used to that kind of jockeying for position because you're fighting a lot of right-handers, you know? So it's always in that same position. Is that why it's so <coughs> tough to fight southpaws? Is that, is it's that one of the reasons why it's a bit different. I want to say tough, it's tough, it's a bit different. It's a different approach you have to have. But definitely I've had uh, uh, little, some issues with my elbow against southpaws. You know, uh, where, you know, the the problem does uh, present itself at times. Uh, and I think it comes from the whole jockeying for position, a lot of uh, pulling and moving, you know, having to keep that lead arm so busy with things aside than other than punching. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, if, if, he, if he wasn't getting shut out at that point, does he quit? I doubt it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah he'll probably fight and through also, it. And also... 
Yeah. The fact that he's getting shut out and didn't have a chance. But yeah. He was so outclassed. He's like, fuck He didn't this. even look good in spots at all. I can't even have he little spots. He where didn't he have a, a spot decent. of a round. Yeah. Aaron had really had himself a couple of good performances. Right. So hey, it, hey. it shows the the level of uh, that Sammy's on. I mean, this is uh, Aaron is a guy that came off of two very, very good wins against much, uh, two very good fights, not wins, because he didn't get the Guerrero decision. Right. Many people thought he did deserve it. But he's coming off these kind of performances against much more established fighters than Sammy Vasquez. So for Vasquez to have this kind of performance that even the more established guys couldn't have, I think speaks volumes of the potential uh, that he has just in the ring. That's not even talking about the marketability that I feel he has. Just the potential he has in the ring. Uh, very impressive. I continue to be more and more impressed with this guy. Uh, and the result of Saturday's fight uh, continues to uh, you know, make that impression on me. Brazil uh, opened up the show. Oh man, against uh, Mansoor. Against Mansoor. Mansoor was yeah. beating the shit Mansoor, out of him. Uh, yeah, Mansoor is no joke, bro. I mean, this guy is a handful of anybody they put him in the ring with. Tough, yeah. awkward. Yeah, I awkward remember the Steve Cunningham fight he had. Yeah. Life and death. He gave Steve hell. Everybody he goes in there with, whether he wins or loses, they're gonna earn their paycheck that night. And that's what I like about Amir. You know, he's he, uh, Amir Mansoor. He's a guy who is trying to turn his life around. Um, and it's not easy. It's not easy when you've had the life Amir Mansoor's had. And he spent a lot right. of time in the penitentiary and whatnot. And you know, a lot of guys just go back to that. Mansoor is trying to turn his life around in an honest way, just by mm -hmm. boxing and trying to make the most he can out of his checks and giving it the most effort he can by uh, doing it the old-fashioned way, winning fights and uh, and getting uh, the other opportunities. Because let's he face it, when you have a record, stuff. when you have a record like that, it's hard to get a regular job. Yeah, of you course. Know, people and, and and people talk about all oh, these guys. They go, they come out of jail and they go back in the system because they're not they're not reformed. Maybe they want to be reformed. You just don't get a chance because these guys. You know who's gonna hire them coming off of that kind of a record they have? So Amir yeah. has done a go a good job with, with human resources, and the first thing on the application is, "Have you ever been convicted of a fucking <laughs> felony?" Uh, you got no I shot know. at that yeah. point. So so, so Amir is trying to do it uh, an old school way, and. Um, Heard he got his jaw broken against by he Brazil, did, and that's yeah. what made him quit. But he had one what like every round up until that Almost. point. Almost, Brazil, yeah. Brazil started to turn it around. Well, that's one thing I liked about Brazil. The he character. Didn't put on himself. He, character. he got put down too. He got yeah. put down hard, and he got he got buzzed in like the second round. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think technically he has a lot of stuff to work on. He's a little raw. A little, a little raw. Yeah. yeah, he's come off a little raw to me in the past. But, but um, I think he about he definitely has more character. Time to mature. Yeah. yeah. And he's got all the physical attributes. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, he's huge. He's huge. He's he tall. just gives up his height a lot. I yeah, feel. yeah. Like he was bending down when he's throwing his punches and like reaching in. And maybe it, he wasn't sure of how to fight a guy so short and stocky. Mm, like exactly, Mansoor, he was a little bit exactly. confused. I'll tell you what confused you more is a guy like Mansoor back. can be able to punch too. You get hit from right. that, you'll, you'll get more confused. Pulling back with his hands down. You know, it's just sort of mistakes that you could work on if you're watching the videos and stuff. But uh, he definitely has the character. The fuck, I got mm. up and then he started turning it up. What what, uh, what about the uh, the main event? I mean, I, I see a lot of times on a lot of things on social media where a lot of people saying they thought Guerrero won and Guerrero himself oh, saying he thought he won. Fuck out of here. And then no I talked to you guys and I talked to a lot of other people that watched the fight and they're like, get the fuck out of here. Guerrero didn't win that fight. He put up a good fight, but put he didn't win the fight. fight. Won the was six rounds, he won. There was no fight on six rounds. Nobody I've personally spoken to thought Guerrero deserved the nod at all. No. Um, but some posts on social media that I see, including Robert himself, felt like you know that was bullshit and Guerrero deserved the decision now I'm still waiting to run into one of these people in person I have not I've, I've only talked to people that all felt Danny won the fight he always he thinks he won the fight though he always thinks did he think he'd be Thurman too <laughs> I'm saying like he always no. thinks he, he won the fight or he always thinks that something happened where it was wrong but he got hit with a lot of low blows oh he said at the post fight press conference you see the way I limped in here 
All right, dude. What about all the times you headbutt everybody? Like, you know, what nah, I'm that's uh, that's what I don't like. I mean, you can't complain about fouls. It's a fight. It's it's a well, fight. I learned one thing about me in a fourteen year boxing career, fourteen plus years. I've learned you do not complain about fouls. Even after the fight, it's, it's a fight, bro. Guys it's are gonna foul gonna and happen. not foul. It's a it's a fight. Yeah, there's and rules, a lot of them are on the boat. But mm-hmm. At its core, it is a violent thing to do. Is fight. Did you for see a him react? Will break rules. Did you see him react to any one of those shots and go oh like no. a real low blow? No, no they were on the belt. So. Listen, it's bullshit. And listen, Danny starts slow a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. We know this. Almost every fight. Yeah. Except the opposite against Peterson, Lamont Peterson. He, he was cruising, and then Peterson came on the second half of that yeah. fight. That was more because Peterson wasn't Peterson engaging. Peterson wasn't engaged, right. right. But the ghost came out like a fucking bat out of hell. <laughs> yeah. And it, I was like, oh, my God, Danny's done, dude. There, there's no way he's going to fucking sus- be able to sustain this pace. Guerrero, of, Guerrero that, stopped. That was one of the things I was saying was the key to Guerrero win was him pushing a pace that Danny's not comfortable with because Danny likes to fight at a, at a, at a very set pace a little, right. uh, and not too fast. You know? He started to pick Guerrero apart, check hooks. And he started going to the body first. Mm-hmm. And he started throwing check hooks. Mm-hmm. And he was throwing like check combinations. Yeah. yeah. And Guerrero... On the back foot. Yeah. And then Guerrero was like laughing. Okay, you can laugh because I don't... And this is again. This is you know the guy's a clean fighter, Danny. Mm-hmm. He came up another weight. His punching power is not what it was at 140. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just not, mm-hmm. and that's normal because he's a clean fighter. Mm-hmm. He does random testing every fight. But you're still gonna respect it. You see Guerrero's face. Okay, you're laughing because it's not hurting you, but those are points. Yeah, you're still losing the round. And you're some losing of that laughing, the round. Some of that laughing on it is frustration. Is also frustration. And and he. Totally went from a ten to a four. Mm-hmm. So when you're seven, eight, nine, ten, maybe he won like the ninth or something. All those rounds that you're totally slowed down compared to what you did. How do you expect to get those rounds? The yeah. guy's picking you apart. Those guys yeah. have to go back and watch the fight before they say anything, really, it's yeah, because it's all it, on emotion, right? Yeah. You know, in it, you don't know the what's 12th going on. Round that would, the twelfth round was a great round. Yeah, right? oh, the end of the round, round. It was like the last twenty seconds. They fucking killed each other. They, they just, just went, there was no defense. Swinging. They were just it was swinging. like Gotti Ward for, yeah. for the last twenty seconds. <laughs> yeah. That was a good ending. Yeah, great ending. But Garcia's Danny won the fight clean. Yeah, he's, he's he's a very composed fighter. He's very he smart. That's one thing about Danny. Always impressed me was how how. Composed, he is under fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was no, very what, calm. Nothing, ra- nothing rattles him. No, you know? very um, good poker face. He's got a great poker face, and he maintains a composure in the game plan. And, and he always like these and fights. Robert's a good fighter. I mean, Robert honestly is showing his uh, his metal through the years, and he's a good fighter. And uh, that was a good win for Danny. He just didn't beat a Robert Guerrero. That's a good win. It's another solid it win. He gets yep. it done. Yeah, he does. I he love always who, finds a way to calls, get it done. Who says what? Like before the fight, some people saying, "Oh, Robert shot," but who decides who's shot and who's not? I'm he's not, not shot because Guerrero fight. He's not shot. Guerrero is is always in the fight against the best fighters in the world. Has best has been a world champion a couple times. Like the only we, one we, that blew him out is Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> would the, yeah, even well, against Sherman, where he was out. losing a lot of the rounds later, yeah. late in the fight, he, he stormed back. He got pissed off. Yeah. So like, who decides who the fuck is shot? Who decides? Yeah. Why? Because you didn't know who Aaron Martinez was, and Aaron maybe got the win against him, right. and he might have deserved. It turned out Aaron was pretty good, though. Aaron came back and beat Devin Alexander the next fight. So, right. So who the fuck decides who's shot? I love how everybody just makes like somebody shot. Right. You see the guy fight twice a year. You're the decision. You're the decision maker now. You shot. He shot. <laughs> how do you decide on two fights on twenty rounds if the guy shot or not? Bro, these are the the Twitter experts and the media experts. Yeah, that's that's my problem, and I think Saturday's fight. Yeah, you, you gotta. 
give Danny credit for a solid win because he beat a good fighter, a fighter that still has a lot left, it seems, uh, and, and from all te- for all intents and purposes of what I'm hearing about this fight. Again, if this is uh, UFC or MMA, they'd be praising Danny because it's boxing. Oh, he fought a shot fighter. Oh, he fought a guy that this person, this person beat. But he won't fight this guy, and he hasn't fought this guy. Give the kid credit. All you do is call him a cherry picker. He fights whoever is put in front of him. He wasn't supposed to beat Khan. And, he wasn't supposed to beat right. Matisse. And he beats uh, them. Yeah. What, you know what? He's taken some, some fights where people criticize him. But look at his road up when he was a prospect. He fought tough, tough he fights. Did. You yeah. know, Kendall Holtz. And the, and the welterweight division is not... And that's not easy. He hasn't. He not only is he t- did he take the fights at 140, but it's not going to be an easy road for him at welterweight. No, there's it's no not. soft touches. You know what's funny? I was watching uh Golpes a Golpes. I was uh, uh on the Spanish network uh, a couple of days back after the Garcia Guerrero fight, and uh, I was watching. Uh, I think the host is Ricardo Solis. Um, there's a guy, uh, you know, and Chavez, uh, who's still Chavez Seniors on the show and whatnot. And they were basically going over the the top welterweights of today and who, who they thought their top five was. And, you know, they were mixed in there with Pacquiao, Bradley, Thurman, Porter, uh, Brooke, you know, some people had Khan, whatever. It was, uh, you know, they were talking to each other and just breaking down who their top five should be. And then Solis looks at the entire stack of the top 15, 10 or 15, and he looks, he goes, you know, these names, he goes, how do you think the guys like in the old days, like Leonard and Hearns or Duran in the 20, 30 years ago would have felt about this lineup? Like, basically, they're trying to downplay. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? The welterweight division is the best division in boxing right now, bar none. Bar fucking none. Now, I'm not saying there's other weight classes that aren't good, that aren't fun to watch, that don't have a good number of good fighters, a solid amount of good fighters. But the welterweight division is the best in boxing right now. I mean, you have a top 15 that could literally be in a top 5 or 10 in a, if they were in the, any, other, any other weight class. What the fuck are you talking about? How would this generation, uh, other generation, look at the, these welterweights? As if, as if we're in, like, a, we're in the... the the heavyweight division of like the 05 to 10 like like where there's nothing except Klitschko like what the fuck are you talking about bro like I can't stand when guys start talking like this like alright bro you know what get your time machine stop watching <laughs> boxing back from 1985 onwards cause you're obviously not getting it you know you're obviously right. not fucking getting it people think just because bo- boxing was more marketed back then it, it, it goes hand in hand with the fact that they were better fighters no asshole you just heard about those fighters more so you started automatically thinking they were great and you heard about them and not to say they weren't great I mean I'm a super fan of the of the, of the, the Fantastic of Four course. of the 80s. You know, yeah, Leonard course. and Hearns or whatever. But it don't tell me that suddenly you never have that much talent again. Don't give me this fucking bullshit just because you don't hear about today's fighters in the same, talked about in the same way as you heard about the fighters in those days. Get, I am so sick of this fucking conversation with these fucking geeks. How the fuck <laughs> are people that never been in so much a slap in their face be such experts on fighting? I don't get it. Yeah, it's crazy. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. My my sentiments exactly. My sentiments exactly. Shut oh, the fuck up. So um, well, how, how much time do we have left on this show? Hey, we got we got to talk about football real quick. Well, we, we got to talk about football. Um, did anybody did anybody see uh Revenant? Revenant. 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 No. Yeah, yeah. No. Oh, you want to talk about the Oscar controversy? No, well, 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 before we get into that, let's do our football picks first because I also got Andrew in my last a minute. Let's do that. Let's do that. We, we, all, might, we all went. We, we all might all even split. save. We might last so much, we might spill it into next week's episode, too. But anyway, let's uh, talk about the football picks first that we had. You guys all went we past all in Carolina, and I took Denver and Arizona just to be different. Listen, asshole. I had. Uh, he had Denver. I had Arizona. Denver, too. Okay. 
Yeah, Denver and Arizona. Are you same picks. as me. We all are your picks. Right. Don't, don't throw me out with the wolves sorry, to drive. Sorry, sorry. Right, don't your fuck up in here, Seth. I got it. I got it. Don't fuck up in here. Uh oh. Uh oh. You don't have that one? You're fucking warned. Don't ever go don't. over my fucking head again. You <laughs> motherfucker, you. You understand me, Seth? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yeah. sir. Sorry, me and Seth had Denver and we had uh, Arizona. Right. And, hey, uh, no Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. I'm very Boom. happy. Yeah. Although, I yo, he wouldn't die, bro. That fucking, last drive, the two fourth yeah. quarter conversions. Yo, that pass to Gronkowski was unbelievable. Bill Belichick's a moron. You kicked the field goal, you Tom. What? what? When? Six minutes left to go in the game, fourth and one. They went for it, didn't get it. Yeah, Butts. yeah, yeah. With a little drop. I was pack. listening to Boomer on the radio. Boomer said it too. You put uh, the, take, you know, you're getting the ball back, and you know Denver hasn't done anything. Uh, yeah. right, Pete all of a sudden became an NFL coach. Yeah. I agree with Seth nah. yeah. because you got the ball back downfield after that, and now you had to go for seven again. And then you had to go for two. You had to go for eight. And yeah, that's why you yeah, lost. You had to go for eight. Exactly. Yeah, instead, you would have uh, won the game. Uh, Man, a little out of line yourself, Pete. A little Pete. out of line yeah. yourself. Come on, man. you gotta How, go for the three. Let's go ahead. You defend that. Defend that. Going yeah. for fourth and one. How do you defend that? Because you don't know if you're getting the ball. Six and a half minutes to go. The Denver hasn't done anything the whole you second half of the game. You have all three timeouts. What do you mean you're not getting the ball? What are, what are they just going to run the clock out? You're not? Yeah. No. They haven't moved the ball the whole second half, Denver. So, come on. When you're 12-4, and four, your defense has to will make a stop or two, you know. You know, when you're 12-4. and four, I mean, they, they, you're not, you're not going to. The guy's not going to keep the ball for six and a half minutes, especially when you got three timeouts and a two-minute warning. Sorry. You got you to gotta keep the field goal. I'm with Seth on that one. Yeah, you got to go on. for field goal. And you don't know where you're getting the ball. Oh, come on. Does it, did you it matter? Tom Brady. Look, did it matter? You, you got, got Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. You got... Grunk. You got? You got fucking Tom. Tom, <laughs> Tom terrific. <laughs> Tom, Tom terrific. Exactly. And he was. He was terrific in that he last was, drive. He was fucking terrific, wasn't he? Was. Yeah, <laughs> but not terrific enough. He I was, was seen there, terrific. Bob. He's gonna the watch the Super Bowl. Swearing terrific, buddy. You see the fucking hold on fucking Gronk? <laughs> somebody didn't have somebody didn't have a locksmith on Sunday. It sounds yeah. like. Oh no. Oh, I had I had the Patriots, but I had Carolina. The, the Pats. All right. The so Pats. you splitsville. We all split. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. I'm but talking you, about. But when you split, when you split, though, you. You pay the vig. Yeah. That's the problem. You pay the vigorous. Vigorous. The vigorous. <laughs> the, the, I was one that, uh, the, the one that wouldn't like the vigorous. Maury. <laughs> Maury from Goodfellas. You like expect me to pay three points above the vigorous? What am I, fucking nuts? <laughs> <laughs> Maury from Goodfellas. He, he hated the vigorous. Fuck him. Fuck him in his ear. What, do you want to fight with Jimmy Conway? <laughs> <laughs> so, that's our uh, NFL. What, what are we doing? We got, we got time next week. We'll do don't all buy the wigs that come off at the wrong time. There you go. Maury's wigs don't come off. Maury. Remember, Maury's wigs are tested against hurricane winds. Don't forget about money. You can afford a Maury wig. Price to fit every budget. So call me now. The problem was Maury couldn't afford anything. He always owned the biggers. Maury used to just be involved in schemes and then just get beat. (laughs) My caper. I want my money. Where's my cut? Yeah, yeah. Next time. (laughs) Morris, baby, are you okay? No, I'm not. (laughs) His wife. He said, they're wearing it. They're wearing it. When he was so mad, he didn't get his cut. People were coming in with furs. People were coming in with Cadillacs. Poor guys. He goes, I'm still wearing the same shirt. Shoot. Jimmy, Jimmy, take a look. I want to show you something, Jimmy. Take a look. What the fuck? Take that fucking car back. So, so we're going to make a Super Bowl pick. So yeah. Super Bowl pick, we can wait till next week. It's, yeah, because uh, the spread's you know, probably going to change. What's going to change? Now? And also, it's a bye Six. week this week. It's a bye. Oh, 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 there's yeah. a bye week. So, yeah, no yeah. need to talk about the spread or the Super Bowl or anything else. Next week's episode. Because the spread will change, too. Exactly. Uh, as, uh, from a degenerate gambler like Pete. You know, he knows. Told. He hit knows. The he middle, knows. Hit the middle. Hit the middle. The judge didn't know. Who knew what happened with them? Who knows what happened with them? But Pete knows. They changed the spread. Oh, then you want to talk about the Oscars? So we're going to talk about DiCaprio. 
What about, yeah, yeah, so let's go into this Oscar controversy a little bit. We're going to just touch a little bit of dab on it. We're going to just dab a little bit into it. Go ahead. You're going to dab? I guess going to dab a little bit. It might that, spill into next week, though. I don't know. Honestly, I got to get the fuck out of here. Is that, your pick, is that your pick for the Super Bowl? Because, you know, dab? with my car, we're stuck for half hour before you actually get moving in this fucking <laughs> Do you think Leo, Leo. is going to win an Oscar finally? I didn't see Leo. the movie. No, I don't. You don't think so? I don't think, think so. Well, I know it's not going to be he, black actors. He got the... <laughs> oh, Seth, you just jumped right in. We didn't even like, wow. You just you jumped right in there. You didn't even dip your toe like, in the a water, true, like a true Jewish self that you are. <laughs> my, yeah. my family's very upset. <laughs> so, go ahead, well, dude. yeah, that's some of the controversy right there. There's yeah. not enough... Uh, African American or but here's Latin. Thing. But here's the thing: Didn't Denzel Washington just win a the Lifetime Achievement? Award lifetime the Achievement Award? at the Golden Globes. Yeah, yeah. the Girl has from it, Empire won. won uh, of course, he won. Yeah. Denzel's won an Oscar. I yeah. think he won two Oscars. Uh, uh, Denzel's one of the best actors today. So obviously, Absolutely. if he if he didn't win an Oscar, Jamie Foxx, yeah, Will it, Smith. If he didn't win an Oscar, if Denzel had never won an Oscar, it would be the same thing as like um, on the level of like. Uh, Leo DiCaprio and I win an Oscar. Oh shit! He's never won an Oscar. Never. Oh, but oh, wait, Leo, Leo, Leo DiCaprio's white though. Leo's yes, white. He is, so, he is. So does that mean he doesn't get to complain about it? But he's got. Because if Leo was black, guys, you know this shit would. There'd it. be a shit lot of furniture moving in this fucking room right now. <laughs> a lot of, all over this fucking house. Shopping all over the house. Every award everywhere. That is the problem. He'll be marching. You, you can't. Bring the race issue into everything because that's how you cause division among society. Yeah. You can't bring the race issue among everything. I agree. You know what I mean? Black people have won Oscars. White people have won Oscars. There are some terrific black actors. Denzel's one of my favorites. Dude. I Absolutely. mean, I will watch. I a know movie. every movie. I will watch a movie that sucks just because Denzel's in it. Because yeah, just to 100%. see the, the the skills that Denzel has in it. Denzel makes a shitty movie a, a better movie, and the only certain actors can do that. Denzel being one of them. Bro, so, I watched the movie the uh, Flight before I saw it. I asked one of my friends. I'm like, mm -hmm. Yo, how was the movie Flight? He goes. Yeah, it was all right. I liked it. Denzel, it's pretty no, good. It, it, are you kidding me? He goes, if it wasn't for Denzel, it was all right. I said, that's the point. That's the whole point. I'm like, it's Denzel. <laughs> but, <laughs> but do you know what else? Just, and this is just a strict fact. And you're also taking away from people who really do get racially persecuted. You know what I mean? But when you bring the race issue into every fucking thing that, that, is, that is not involved, when it doesn't, then there's people that really might go through uh, racial persecution. There's people in the past who've gone through a lot of it. Guys like... For we're mentioning Denzel, guys like Ruben Hurricane Carter. You know, we had a, but Denzel made right. the movie about him. You, you're you're spitting all over these people's tracks. The, the the experiences these people had. These people laid the building blocks. So today's African Americans and minorities don't have to go the through athletes, the same kind of persecution. The, the singers by the actors. continuing to complain about it when it's fucking not there. You're ruining what the what these people went through because these people legitimately gave up a piece of themselves and were fucked over because of their ethnicity and color. Now, instead of respecting that, because nowadays you have all the rights you need, you're gonna fucking still complain? Like then then it's gonna get intertwined and mixed. Again, this is my opinion here, intertwined and mixed with the bullshit and the real problem. And then you can't figure out which one's the real problem, which one's the bullshit. And that's what I have a problem with, it's bringing like the race issue like into everything. Wolf. Sometimes, because then obviously some years there's been black people that win it. Right. Denzel clearly has won it. Sometimes you're just not good enough. It's it nothing it to do with being white, black, yellow, green. Sometimes you're just not fucking good enough. End the fucking story. Is Leonardo DiCaprio not good enough? Clearly he's very good. He's never won an Oscar. So... Wait, he's not—he's white though. So wait, we—he can't—we can't make the same fucking fuss and story about it. Or anti-Italians, maybe. 
to right. Scorsese yeah, forever. To Scorsese forever. I'm it, kidding. I'm kidding. I know, but what I'm saying is, I'm not. I said it's exactly a point. I'm not sitting here criticizing uh, Italian, uh, anti-Italian uh, uh, comportment or whatever the fuck attitude or whatever. Just because Leo didn't win an Oscar, Leo didn't, has never won an Oscar for other reasons. Maybe it's controversial. Maybe he pissed somebody off. Whatever it is, Depends Leo is a better fucking actor than anybody that has yet to win an Oscar. Out of all the people you give me that haven't won an Oscar or haven't been nominated, one, Leo stands head and shoulders above them all. If one, anybody deserves a fucking Oscar, it's Leonardo DiCaprio. One so, zillion percent. So. Don't give me this shit because now you're going to cause division among people. We are a society. Why do you cause extra division when it's already been there and these are hurdles that we've passed? Now you're bringing us back. And didn't Stacey Dash talk about this, Pete? Oh, yeah, she did. Stacey Dash mentioned the same thing and I said, wow, that's so smart of her to say that. Where we've gotten past a lot of this and by bringing it up when it's not there, you bring us back as a society you regress you, you regress yeah. as a society then you got a fucking moron like Gabrielle Union shitting on Stacey Dash for saying these things Ugh. like you racist fucking <laughs> piece of shit seriously what do we all have to be oh. racist you know what I mean no, like, I feel like I feel I like I think when you're forcing the issue down people's throats when it's not there it's because you are racist there is no fucking room in this society for racism there was no room even back then there were people of yesteryear, man, as, as as recently as the 60s and 70s. Legitimately, black people had to fucking deal with persecution. Muhammad Ali stood up so much for so much. And all those things he did, Ruben Hurricane Carter was in jail for a crime he didn't commit. He finally got out. So many people I'm not even mentioning had to deal with so Martin much. Martin Luther King. Just, just, Martin Luther King, just for the fact that they were black. All the musicians in the 50s, they got yes. they get paid. You get know what I'm off. saying? And yeah. now, now that you have it good, you're going to complain? You're shitting all over what these people went through, dude. It's not right. It's not right at all, bro. You're fucking it up. <clears throat> you, you're, you're making us regress after those people went through so much to make us progress. Martin Luther King Jr., we just had his birthday. This is the one of the most unbelievable men for me that's lived in the history of, of, human, of mankind. Because when it's easy to preach black power because you've been through so much as, as, a, as, as black people, where I got to be honest. If I've been through what some of the old timers been through, I might be racist too. You know what I mean? I might not like white people too. What I'm talking about is modern African Americans though that didn't go through the, the civil rights movement, didn't go through all that. Like, what are you fucking complaining about, dude? You know what I mean? Right. You're taking us back when all the rights that those people got you are now here in front of you. You know what I mean? You can't complain about that. You know, Martin Luther King though is so amazing because he lived during that time and still preached human equality. If you listen to that guy's speeches, it fucking gives you goosebumps. Just listen to the man talk and think about the society he lived in. It was, it must be so hard. It must be so difficult to be a black person in those days and not be racist. I gotta be, I gotta admit, if I'm black in those days, I would probably hate white people because sure. they did so much to the black people in those days. This Mal guy was Malcolm so amazing, but Malcolm, Malcolm preached a little bit of black power. But he changed. You know? But he changed. Yeah. Martin Luther King for me is amazing. Amazing. The fact that he can go up there and preach the things he preached. He in a society. Stubborn. He was stubborn about getting his point across that everything should but be equal. But he preached it about being equal. Yeah. He didn't preach any kind of hatred. He these kids nowadays are happy to get the fucking, fucking day off from school. They don't I'm even saying, know anything about that's the That's what I'm saying. You, a guy like that who went through so much, gave his life for his fucking movement, for that movement, literally was killed. How do you not appreciate you? You have his birthday once a year. You get the off from work. What is it? A day off of work? Is it just a, a a day off of school? Think, bro. Think about what this man stood for. 
He stood for a fucking united society. A united society where society was really difficult to get along back then. The fucking world you live in now, it's a lot easier to go, try to go live by Moses King's norms and standards. You know what? He would appreciate it if you, if you fucking saw a lot of what was going on today. If people would make more of an effort because now the building blocks are laid right there. That he's laid the building blocks. It's just about people going over and following it. You know what I mean? A lot of the equality is there. It's a matter of society actually following. And I'm not saying racist people don't exist. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I think there's racist white people. I think there's racist black people. I'm not saying that doesn't exist. And I'm not saying that's not going to exist for a long time. I'm saying Martin Luther King Jr., he laid the building blocks. He paved the road. All you got to do is act right now, bro. A lot of the rule norms are there. A lot of, a lot of the way society is is a lot different than it was in his day. Just act right, Go act upon what he preached, and you'll make the whole society, American society, because that's where the problem was really, is a lot of America, yeah, of so much of a better place. It's so fucking frustrating to see what's going on with this, fuck with this shit about, you know, the Oscars and whatnot. Listen, I'm not saying that some black people don't don't uh, don't suffer, still suffer persecution, but I also think that, that you know, there's reverse racism in the world, too. I think I've suffered from it, honestly. I'm not going to get into it right now because it's a fucking story that could go on and on and on. And there's people that are going to agree and not agree with it. But regardless, there's no place in society for that. There's no place in it. There's no, there's no place among our society for that. Not when we've progressed so much to this point and you're, and you're pushing... You're pushing the envelope the wrong way. I mean, I, I, I could go on about this, but, and some people might agree. Some people are not going to agree. You know, even the Mayweather, Conor McGregor thing. I thought McGregor's reaction was, wasn't over, wasn't overboard at all. I think he had a right to to be mad about that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I think what the problem with American black fighters is, America just doesn't support their their fighters. Amer there's no American white fighters. There's white fighters in boxing world on the world level. Not one American white guy. You know what I mean? That's on that level like that. Maybe Chris Algeria at this point. I was around and at the, my my generation. Maybe Kelly. Public and me. That's about it, yo. That doesn't mean white white Americans. What happened? Only white guys from other countries can fight, but white Americans can't fight. No. Okay. Sometimes you know what? You're in a you're in a you're in a, a sport dominated by the minority. Maybe it's a lot harder if you're white to get the opportunities. I'm not saying that it's only that. I'm not saying it's only that. But again, the shoes on the other foot. Sometimes you know what I'm saying. Just understand that in society we've made progress. And don't look at the small things. Look at the fucking big picture. You know what I'm saying? Where, where if you complain about something that's not there, you're going to ruin the overall big picture. And that's the progress. These guys, these heroes of our past, the, the building blocks they laid. And that's kind of my, well, uh, I, I don't, my speech. I, but me. I think like people that watch the show don't realize that they're the ones that are racist when they're Bringing up racism show, when it's not there. They're, they're watching a the show. Like, I've never watched the Oscars, <sighs> and it goes to a black actor, and I go... There they go. They gave it to a black guy. Like, I, I never watched the show and said that. Right. But when you're sitting here watching Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith, like, oh, look, there's no... There's not one black actor. And that comes off of but, Sour Grapes because he didn't get nominated for his movie. Right. Yeah, yeah. but don't go with the black way. Right. Like, maybe he didn't get nominated because he didn't get nominated. Like, yeah, maybe we're good You know enough. what? I right. didn't see it, so I don't know. I've heard people say the movie was good, but and I think why Will, do you gotta get nominated I, I, for an I, I, Oscar? I like Will Smith. I like Will right. Smith. We've all seen again, movies. Right. Again, I'm gonna go off and say if Leo DiCaprio didn't win an Oscar, there's not one person out there that you can tell me in all of acting that can deserve an Oscar White, more than Leo black, DiCaprio. Green, I don't give a fuck what you are. Leo is the best actor who's never won. Yeah. He's better of all than the actors that have never won an Oscar, you cannot tell me any of them is better than Leo yeah, DiCaprio. It took Pacino like twenty had, years to win. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Come on, they gave Scorsese for Departed. It was a makeup because that wasn't his best movie. Yeah, right. Clearly right. not. No way. Right. Exactly. After all that, exactly, bro. That's what I mean. Like, 
sometimes it's nothing to do with racism, and I don't think I, I don't think it's an anti-Italian sentiment either. So again, it's just well, a matter about, of what about one thing the is they, they can make the voting committee a little younger. I yeah, guess yeah, that. sometimes it is politics. Sometimes yeah. the people have their favorites, so sometimes you're friends with one person, and, and it, that's politics in life, though. That's not. It's not about racism. Sometimes it's politics, in life. like even. With anything, or oh, sometimes a person gets the job that's not as qualified as the next person. Right, because if that you next person somebody. that didn't get the job isn't black. It doesn't mean that they didn't get the job because they were Italian, you know, they were Chinese right. or whatever. They just, maybe that other person might have had somebody they knew on the inside because sometimes right. that's how life is, knowing people on the inside. And I'm not saying there's no politics in the Oscars too, but it doesn't mean it's racist. Just right. people on. We don't even know the fucking answer. That's what what I'm saying. But you can, just because you don't have the answer doesn't mean you just pin it on racism every fucking time. Right. Because that's how you divide society. Stacey Dan said. She, she said, why do we have Black History Month? She said, why do they have the BET Awards? Or the channel, for that matter. Yeah, I was watching what if, I was watching Love and Hip Hop with Pete yesterday. Oh, Love and, and Hip Hop. And we, and we had just had this discussion about Love and Hip Hop, we, which I can't stand reality shows, but I was in <laughs> Pete's living room at the time, him and his girl were watching it. But, and we had just had the Oscar discussion, so, you know, it was a fresh topic. And then I'm loving hip hop comes on. There's not one white person on. Not even in the background. There's one white person on loving hip hop. <laughs> you didn't even have what to am ask. I gonna a, do? What am I gonna start complaining about? You didn't even have to ask a white person to sign a waiver because they just were on the fucking background of the scene. Like, like they're nowhere to be found. <laughs> but I'm not sitting here complaining. Like I wouldn't have noticed it until, unless we had had that conversation about people bringing up the race issue right. for things when it's hey, not there. I would not even have noticed that. But we had just had the conversation about people bringing up the race issue when it's not even a fucking argument and we shouldn't even be an argument. So obviously now it's making me look at what the next thing I watch on TV, which happened to be loving hip hop, and I'm like, there's not a single white person on the show, in the background, a store clerk, anything. Does that mean it's racist? <laughs> no, it doesn't mean it's racist. It doesn't have shit to do, it has nothing to do with fucking race. How about this, but guys? That's, that's my hey, problem, though. Chris Rock is hosting. Yeah. This could all be a ploy to get ratings because the ratings have been going down mechanically. Works because it's such a boring show. Yeah, it's kind now, of boring. I'll now, be everybody wants, boring. now everybody wants so to see what Chris wrong. Rock's going to say. Yeah. And he makes like a million dollars to do it. You think he's going to say Damn, no? That, that much? Like, yeah. yeah. It's the Oscars. And he's funny. So I they're the saying no. he'll probably make jokes about it. Oh, he, he is. is. He is. It's going to be hilarious is. when he but does that. But they're saying that he should he should go along with Spike Lee, who's, uh, to me, the biggest fucking Fuck Spike, Spike Lee. Get out of here, He should step, join them and not do it. Nah. You're going to give up a million dollars? Yeah, because you forget about the money. Here. Forget about the money. And obviously the money's a big part of it, but you're going to along with the division of society here. Right, right. If Chris Rock doesn't do it, you're joining the split mentality. Like, you know what? We're splitting off. Just, no, right. you can't. That's what we're trying to fucking avoid is the split mentality about with these jerk-offs trying to still attempt the split role race of races. Enough, dude. It's fucking 2016. Enough with the splitting of fucking races right. now. All well, white people, we go to their the movies. We, yeah. we go to their movies. Are you kidding me? To me, Kanye yeah. West is the most racist motherfucker there is. Yeah, he's oh, why don't mention him on the show? No, go to his concert. Who's in the front row? All the white kids. Yeah. <laughs> Yuppie white kids yeah. beg yeah. their parents for fucking tickets. Or oh, his sneakers, the easy. Or oh, his sneakers. They're fucking $1,800. I still buy Jordans. I don't buy these. But, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> old school. Old school. On TV, on TV, right? You have love and hip hop. You got a show called Black Ish. Yes. What would happen if there was a show called White Ish? There'd be a riot. Oh yeah, we <laughs> shut it down. Riot. Are you kidding me? Shut, shut it down. There was Fifty Shades of Grey. So now <laughs> Fifty, 50 of Shades of Black. Fifty, 50 Shades, shades of oh, yeah. Black. That was hilarious. <laughs> what would that mean, dude? Like, it, like it's a spoof. It's a comedy, it, right. and it's gonna be funny. But what and would we happen? Watch it. Well, yeah, I'm gonna white, watch it. Be a Fifty Shades of White, and it was all white people. Forget it. Black people would go fucking nuts. Some. 
I, uh, most 99.9% Alright slow down there But you know what I'm saying <laughs> And again the Leo thing is the best Should we be fucking screaming that Jamie Foxx who was a singer first Won an Oscar for Ray But but Leo hasn't Right. I thought Jamie Foxx did a great job on it He did you know, he, deserved, I mean, he the deserved the Oscar, Oscar. Deserved Denzel's the Oscar. one of my favorite actors Sometimes it's about timing yeah but at the same time Hey, hey whoever went against uh, Forrest Gump And Tom Hanks those years There's a lot of great performances Pulp Fiction didn't win One yeah. of the best movies of all time Because yep. Forrest Gump won Yeah, I don't like Pulp Fiction But whatever well, You're an idiot well, I like it I like yeah. Pulp Fiction It's a great I'm just saying people Forrest Gump is a classic yeah, yeah. movie Forrest Gump Forrest Gump's a fucking right. classic <laughs> And Tom Hanks <laughs> is Tom Hanks So like you said timing so Jerk off as much as I've heard he is He's a great actor <laughs> yeah? yeah Tom Hanks Yeah I've heard Oh really That's all I've heard But yeah uh, That's all people's uh, I also heard he fucking went And returned to somebody's wallet That was fucking I hope so. No, but he went out of his way and like returned it to oh, the person. Physically, <laughs> yeah, that's nice. <laughs> the things you hear about people. Yeah, you never know. You never know. You never know. But anyway, so I mean, the bottom line here is uh, we're trying to it's we're trying to fucking move forward with a with a non-divided society. So I don't have patience for people that still attempt to divide it, no matter what race they are. If you're looking at looking to divide things, um, uh. Races and the cultures problem. and people. Maybe you're the fucking problem, and you got to look in the mirror. I think America and society in America has come a long way. Um, you know, and sometimes people say, "Oh, slavery ended 150 years ago, 160 years ago." It did, but the civil rights movement was still going on in the 60s and 70s. So I, I get the tension was there up until very, very recently. If you look at the broad spectrum of things, but let's make all those people's sacrifices count for something. You know what I'm saying? Let's, you know, because. Legitimately, those people went through it. With, 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 today, I don't agree with it. I don't, I don't believe it. You know what I mean? But legitimately, those people went through it. And they paved the way so that minorities of today can have the opportunities and can do the things that they do. And guys like Jamie Foxx can win the Oscars for, for performances that they very, well, very much and very well deserve. But sometimes when you don't win... Yeah, maybe you're just not good enough that year. That's this, it. Or maybe this, you were just competing against somebody really good, as Seth said, as the guys who competed against Tom Hanks in the nineties. You know, there's free colleges for for black children. And yeah, stuff yeah. Like when that. we can go on and on, but, but you know what I'm saying? Not, like, yeah, but it's you know, regardless of that, uh, it's about it's about. Um, I don't want to talk about the divisiveness here. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to talk about any excuses to talk about divisiveness here because I really think for guys, besides it being ignorant, that's common sense that it's ignorant. You, you're making a problem where for me a problem isn't there there was a problem in the past but and people paid the, a, a hefty price for it many people many people in minorities paid a hefty price for it but they paid a price for it so that today's people get the opportunities they get so don't fucking complain and pretend you're still living in the civil rights movement because you are not so enough with divided society that was in the past this is a new generation let's make it count for positive things um. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Is there? Did I see today that Kovalov and Pascal the final press conference was today? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was. So yeah. is that this Saturday? That's yeah, the Saturday. Yeah. That's it is. Saturday. Right, so let's end it off with some boxing. Let's end it off with some boxing. What do you guys? What do you guys? Uh, I mean, I think Kovalov's clearly the favorite. Obviously. Be, it'll be interesting to see how Pascal makes some adjustments. I think Pascal's very athletic. Um, and he has a lot of ability, but he's, his, his, his stance is a bit too open for me, you know, and a guy with a very big punch like uh, Kovalev, you have to f fight in a very 
safe stance. Uh, and what I mean by safe stance, I mean not with your hands all over the place. Maybe if you want to have your hands low, keep it at a distance. Don't lead with so many risk punches like lead right hands and lead hooks. You know, Use your jab to set up a lot of the power that you're going to throw. Um, basically, keep it simple because this guy's such a monster puncher, Kovalev is, that he will beat you with that big punch. So I, I favor Kovalev. I don't know that Pascal can fight in that, that safe first style. Go ahead, Pete. What do you think? I got I got Kovalev. Uh, I didn't think uh, I didn't think this fight should be even be made. Well, you gotta you gotta make the the three fight contract for Kovalev because I think Ward and Kovalev have a three fight contract with the third fight they have to they have to fight each other. So I think you're just they're trying to fill spots. Uh, the first fight was exciting. I mean, it was I think it was a clear Kovalev win, but it was exciting. And I think because of the trash talking of Pascal and whatnot, it, it, there's some genuine dislike for each other. Uh, the Canadian crowd will be uh, going crazy. Kovalev is literally the road warrior. I mean, he goes he goes on the road and just knocks you out wherever you are, right in your house. You know, he'll go to your living room and just knock you out. So he's really, really <laughs> he's so scary. So much fun to watch. He's a yeah, savage. He's scary in that yeah. way. But I think it'll be a fun fight. I think Kovalev wins, but I think it'll be a fun fight. Uh, all I think all of you guys agree, right? Yeah, yeah, Pascal brings it. Pascal's has, in a fight. He has balls. Cuban, I like John. I like John Pascal. That poor Cuban kid is supposed to be fighting Kovalev Saturday. Oh, yeah. The kid that got robbed with uh, Pascal. Yep. I thought so too. But instead, he fought the, he fought the guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Shabransky, and Shabransky ended up beating him. Well, that's well, it. I mean, that's uh, that'll be it for Saturday night. Oh, well, everybody enjoy the fights, and we'll catch you guys next week with our Super Bowl predictions and uh, anything else we'll, uh, we'll be talking about. And we don't want to make this always a political uh, situation, but don't these, uh, aren't we going to get like our Democratic and Republican nominees soon? Yeah. yeah. When did that do? Like, Hillary what? might get indicted. Bye-bye. Is she? You think so? <laughs> Why? Wow. You guys don't read the news? Yeah. No, I mean, I thought that was passed. I thought oh, she was it, done. It is not passed. Honestly, but I don't care, man. I like Trump. I think he's nuts, but <laughs> I think we need a nutty guy great. president because he's no, these regular these regular folks that have been running this country. He's not going uh, to the next debate. <laughs> no, he's not. What? He got not. beef with Fox, with Fox with the, and with he's not going. With the blonde broad from Fox. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Fox? Yeah. 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 Is it like Fox like with the Republicans? Yeah, that's what right. I thought. He said, he said that the blonde broad, he's like, uh, she thinks who she is, and this is all to get ratings because the ratings have been low. And he goes, I'm going and I'm going to do my own thing uh, that same day. I love He's it. A <laughs> He's the I like man. that he love thinks outside He's the, the box. Man. I just, I just like nuts. the fact that the guy thinks outside the box. I can't say I agree with everything he says and does, but fuck it, bro. <laughs> I, like the, I like a guy who thinks outside the box, and I think that's what this country probably needs. You guys heard Bloomberg's might be jumping in there, too. Nah, Bloomberg. Oh, Bloom, Bloomberg hey. made New York City... About five times more expensive than it was when he came into office. Like, I, hey, you know what? The I don't Jews need America. Take That's over. His guy. I don't Bloomberg's need America becoming so fucking expensive that we nobody can live here. We anymore. took over Hollywood. <laughs> Next is the whole country, baby. <laughs> I'm a Jewish star on top of the White House. I'm, I'm going to be an adopted child of yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I'm with can you. Can you I'm in Santa Twit. Nice. Yeah. Can like you it. can you buy mitts for me? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. You do that. The muzzle the Honestly. We're in. Mazel, mazel. Right. I think does Bloomberg still take his weekend vacation to Bermuda if he becomes president or no? Yeah, you know, like guy who has a house in Bermuda, he goes every weekend. No, now they go to Camp David. Right? He can fix. He can fix that nineteen trillion dollar debt, man. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna make us fix it. Like he did with New York City. <laughs> See what he did with New York City? Man, care, bro. In the your tax bracket, he's gonna put bike lanes all over the country. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! No thirty-two forget ounce drinks for you, bro. Yeah, forget that. Forget that. No, 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 no. Uh, Let's no, keep no, it with no. Trump. No, no, no. Well, align yourself, Seth. What party would he run? Line yourself. Uh, you would well, run independent. Republican, no? In, on, 
independent. independent. Uh, now those guys never win. Ross Perot tried that. Yeah, like he the said, 90s. though, if he runs independent with Hillary and Trump, he's actually going to hurt Hillary big time. Yeah, Ross Perot. Uh, you he did tried, that in the mid nineties. Yeah. I gotta tell you, Ross Perot. Yeah. I liked Ross Perot. He had a, he a good a chance. Guy. He had a good chance. Ross Perot. Yeah, he would he get like point five percent of the no, vote? Ten percent or something? Did he? He did that. He was all right. I remember he wasn't close. Spent a lot of money. But yeah, but you know what? I liked it. I like guys like that. Perot, Trump. Fuck, I like guys like Jesse Ventura. I guess that's why I draw the line. I don't know about Jesse Ventura. The wrestler guy. Yeah. Hey. All right, guys, we're done for this week's episode. I gotta get the hell out of here. Boom. We're going to see some shows. BB Kings. Peter and Nick are going to BB Kings Broadway boxing fights. Seth, I don't know where you're going. I'm getting the fuck out of New York City right now. I'm going to Jersey. I'll see you guys later. Boom. There's more snow. Boom. Later.